2: racks inc and crossman air rifles enjoy the show oh yeah and our latest sponsor stealth cams hello and welcome to the bowrunner planet podcast myself dave thomas and jamie Noopum, and today we have dean partridge on from canadian whitetail tv dean how are you man
1: good how are you guys doing good
2: doing well thanks for joining us and uh per our conversation before we started the, the podcast, we'll call it, we'll refer to you as the dude. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dean, I, you know, uh, when, we, when we, we've been talking online a little bit and you sent us a whole bunch of stuff about your show, and I've been researching it here today and looking at it, and I, I am blown away by the size of these deer from Saskatchewan. It's absolutely amazing. I've seen some stuff before, but I've never really talked to anybody who actually hunts yeah. there all the time. Um, why don't you tell us real quick, kind of a, just about the deer there real quick. Are they, I mean, are they all this big are they, do you guys let them live a long time? Is it because it's so wide range they get this big or?
1: No, it's mostly environmental. I mean, our, our deer up here are bigger, they're bigger bodies because they have to, you know, withstand the elements, but bigger racks kind of come with that. Um, um we have a lot of pressure up here, you know, and, and we do get a lot of people talk about how many big bucks are up here? But it, it's not as, as dense as you'd think. You know, we and Saskatchewan has a relatively low deer population when you compare it to some of the states in the Midwest. You know, there, there's places in the Midwest where more deer hit in the highway than even exist in Saskatchewan. Yeah. So you know they're pretty hard to find. But we've got moderate hunting pressure, and a lot of it is just based around let, you know letting those deer mature and 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 grow up. And every ten that we let grow up, you know maybe one makes it to to six or seven years old, and we can kind of go after them.
2: Yeah, they're amazing, man. (laughs) I guess the real question is, do you have any openings? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: that's one thing that does kind of help in Saskatchewan so far. So we actually, like we have an outfitting camp in Saskatchewan as well, but it's it's in the northern forest where there's really good deer there too. But the entire southern half of the province where you see a lot of the giant deer come out of, you know, where the world record was killed and stuff, there's no outfitting. There's no... You know, that there's no opportunity for a for a US resident or anybody that lives outside of Saskatchewan to hunt. A Canadian resident can draw a tag. Huh.
2: Uh,
1: but then they only get a short five or six day season.
2: That's great, actually. Yeah, I think that makes the, the most sense, man. Yeah. I mean, shoot. If you're gonna you know, that's like um I don't know what the rules are in, uh, like, Iowa and stuff like that, but I would assume that they're still a little bit hard to get. I think in get. Michigan you have to pay 290 or something out of state to come hunt here. Uh, well, like, no one's going to come you hunt out of your The <laughs> <laughs> no, no, only way you're paying 290 in Michigan is if, if, like, you're just coming to hunt with me as a friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll help you out, man. So, Dean, you're always welcome, man. Come on down. We've got, like, eight does. You can shoot one time. But you'll never see a deer like this. I man, I shouldn't say that, but you'll never see it a lot. Okay, let's talk about the deer size. So, I mean, obviously, you know, going through your guys' stuff, these deer are monsters. But what would you say is the largest one you guys have taken, and what would be then the average size?
1: Like b- body size or antler? Uh, antler. Sorry, antler. Um, the biggest one that we've shot, you know, we took on film. I shot one in 2012. that was about, or he was 236 inches. Whoa. Uh, oh man. Incredible. That, that's kind of a one. That's kind of a one-off. I mean, we we've got we've got lucky a couple times, and we've taken a few. I think we've taken six or seven two hundred-inch deer now in the last since we started the show a few years ago. But the average deer in Saskatchewan, I mean, an average mature buck, I think they're a lot like everywhere. They're going to be hundred and forty-inch deer. You know. Yeah. Um, wow. Just a- every now and then you get that anomaly that pops up, and then if you get lucky and he actually lives and you get lucky and you get a chance to hunt them and you get lucky and you get a chance to shoot them, then, then, you know, that's when you can kind of really line up in something special. So
2: when you're out there hunting, are you, uh, do you have a goal for yourself in mind? Like a, you know, five and a half year old, uh, I mean, what's like the rules you're, you're doing it by yourself for yourself.
1: It really depends on the year. Um, and, and on the deer, you know, like we've got kind of guidelines, like we really like to see a deer get past six years old before we hunt them. Um, we're hunters, you know, I've I've never shot a deer with a drop-time, so if we had a big drop-time buck at five years old or something like that, I mean, everything is kind of malleable there. Yeah, but, yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know, for for Steve and I, like, you know, Steve's the main guy that produces a show with me. It's not necessarily always just the year that's the deer on any given year, you know. we We've had deer, we had a deer that died last year. Um, we'd watched that deer for 12 years so that i'd watched that deer since before my you know i had kids and i've got wow. kids in grade six now um, he was never bigger than you know 155 inch deer but he's the epitome of what any hardcore whitetail hunter would be you know honored to take and in those 12 years we never i mean we never had a chance to shoot him. we'd seen him three times in the flesh in 12 years you know wow. and never a chance to shoot at him
2: that is crazy. Hey, tell us about. Let's talk about the show a little bit. How did it start? How'd you guys get it going? And and how's it going today?
1: Uh, I, I really don't know how it got, how we how we got it going or keep going. Um, a, a good friend of mine, Jason Peterson, he used to run a camera for Jim Shockey, and, and he had been producing a show in Canada for quite a few years. Um, and Steve and I wanted to do a, just a bonding DVD back in it was two thousand and eight or nine, just to kind of show what we like to do because everything we've seen was you know just shooting a deer throwing your truck and head to the next state to shoot another deer yeah and we wanted to kind of show more the long story what we like to do so we did a dvd and i'd worked out a deal with jason he was going to help us with you know equipment and he would run a couple of our deer hunts on his television show we we finished our dvd and that was kind of a wrap and then the network kind of started putting a bit of pressure on us and asked us to do a show and we had zero interest in doing a tv show yeah And then we talked about it one night, and we had a whiskey or two, and decided that fine, we'll do it. But we're not going to—we're not going to conform to what a TV show is. We're going to do what we love to do, and we'll do one season. It'll be something to put on the shelf, and that we can kind of look back on. Yeah. And it—it just kind of blew up really quick, and now we're—well, we're just about ten years and a hundred episodes in. Wow!
2: Jeez, hundred episodes! Oh man,
1: that's crazy um what it, what it was pretty neat actually this year in in in, in real time if you if we, if we go through the episodes the 100th episode we filmed this year was it was actually in uh october i filmed my wife she shot a 212 inch deer um and when we walked up to that year that was the 100th hunt that we'd filmed
2: wow that is incredible man this is uh uh amazing footage that's for sure are, are you guys um so you guys mainly on television, most uh, basically TV or both internet and TV.
1: Uh, no, we all of our content's available on. We have got a YouTube channel that we started not too long ago, and then we uh, run our content on Carbon TV and Waypoint TV. Very and we run cool. a lot of our content. We run a lot of our content natively on Facebook. You know, we've we've kind of stayed to not conforming to what a TV shows to be, so or a TV shows supposed to be. So we don't do any of the exclusivity exclusivity stuff. I mean, if we have something we want to show people we just hear it even if it's before the tv show comes out nice
2: yeah it looks great man it looks like you guys are doing such a great job and these deer are just so big it's unbelievable <laughs> it's yeah. hard to, it's hard to look at but what what kind of uh cameras are you guys running for this stuff it looks really really well done
1: yeah i mean that, that's technology i mean we've got pretty low input we're just running like sony ax 100 cameras and cool. then some rx uh, mark 3 you know slr cameras um, beautiful yeah it's great that's footage. been one of the best parts like when we started we had the big over-the-shoulder camera <laughs> yeah <that laughs> the size up and six extra you know spare tapes and stuff like that and, and the cameras were i mean they were thirty thousand dollars for a decent camera yeah now, i mean now it's insane i mean a couple thousand dollars buys you a production camera yeah it's crazy how
2: fast what do you, what do you guys use for like uh, action cams you use go pro and stuff like that for the smaller stuff
1: yeah, we, we use a few GoPro's. We don't do a lot of that because, I mean, most of our content's just filmed with the bigger cameras because it's real. You know, we don't yeah. do a lot of second and third angle stuff because we're too busy trying to yeah, hunt a deer.
2: Now, do you guys, you guys hunt in pairs then to get this kind of footage?
1: I would say probably about 80% of the time. Um, we try to have a cameraman with everybody, depending on who it is. You know, Steve and I hunt by ourselves a lot because, you know, we can kind of,
2: know how to do we it kind of manage, or, or
1: or we know what deer we're hunting
2: yeah got it so uh tell us about you man like uh how did you get into hunting yourself like what got you into it
1: um i don't know if i was ever out of it to get into it you know when i was a kid <laughs> my, my dad you know it was a lot it was a long time before it was popular but he was as heavy into white tail hunting as you could be you know and i spent you can't hunt here until you're 12, and I spent, you know, 12 years at the kitchen table staring out the window in the fall waiting to see my dad and, you know, his friend Steve, who I produce a show with now, to home just to see if they shot something. So, we've never, you know, we've never had it any other way. It's just always, hard. you know, life's always just revolved around deer hunting. Yeah, that's really cool. What about areas you've hunted?
2: Obviously, you know, you obviously live in Canada, but have you hunted in the U.S. anywhere?
1: No, and... My friends and we, I've got some friends of previous shows. They get pretty frustrated with us because I haven't done a. I had a couple hunts that I really wanted to do. You know, we went to the Arctic and shot a muskox, and we went to Australia and shot buffalo. Um, but since I think 2011, we haven't left to hunt because everything's during deer season. You know, and some of the yeah. guys they want to go in bear hunts and elk hunts, and and that's all fine. But you got to find more seasons that are not in whitetail season.
2: Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I hear you, man. That's. So been we, a- we, we sit pretty close to home. You know, I I did a deer hunt and we did a white tail hunt in Alberta last year. Um, I'd like to do a white tail hunt in the Midwest just to, just to hunt a deer on a cornfield. I mean, I've never seen a cornfield, Yeah, but you know, being around, you know, being around Homer in Saskatchewan, like that's the deer hunting that we grew up with. And that's the deer hunting we love. So to go somewhere else and shoot a deer that I don't know is not, you know, it's not that it's not interesting to me, but it's definitely not what white tail hunting is for us.
2: Yeah. That's a hard one. I mean, we 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 actually fight the same issues here because we'll want to travel and do stuff, but then you give up you're basically giving up your yeah. your your main spots or your hometown that you, you know, wherever it is you hunt, yeah. you know. And and for me it's always been the last uh 5 10 years, that, you know, we before I started BHP and we started this, I was hunting public land all the time. And and and, and it was horrible, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't great land. I'd be lucky to kill a doe, but <laughs> There was something magical about that woods that I still miss today. Like, I, I actually want to go back just to be there. You know, I just love the birch rows and the pine rows, and there's just stuff about it that was just so magical to me. And I like to test myself and get back out there and try to find a deer. You know what I mean? Like, try to locate a buck out there, you know, compared to what I used to do now. Now we hunt more, like, farm fields, like you're saying, in corn fields. And in Michigan, there's just a lot of corn, and there's a lot of, um, a lot of deer hit the corn fields, and it makes it – easy to navigate because you can see them easier i think like you can spot them and you know bucks and stuff from far away but getting to them is another story yeah. <laughs> for us at least but yeah. um yeah i don't know i i feel you though you know because i i get invited every year to go places but i never can go because i have to basically give up everything that i'd have here for that year especially with time off and but uh so Saskatchewan. yeah well ho- that's ho- pretty cool
1: home ho- home's a pretty special place no matter where it is, you know, yeah. it's like that for everyone. It helps you get 200 um, class bucks out yeah. there. And with, <laughs> well, and knowing those deer, you know, and that's kind of, that, that's kind of my point is in the last 10 years, Steve or I haven't taken a deer um, except for one. We I, I shot one deer in 10 years that we didn't that we didn't know, you know, there was a stranger. Um, otherwise, you know, it's been not really concerned if you actually shoot the deer or not. It's just swallowing that deer. So, you Know when you remove that specific gear that we know it kind of takes a lot away from, from our hunt, but that's just what we like to do, you know. Yeah,
2: and as far as like the land, are you guys hunting uh public lands? Or are you guys hunting private?
1: Uh, both so you know the by pub, public land in Saskatchewan's crown land, um, which is everyone's act has access to, and there's big uh, community pastures here that are public ground, and then on private land, it has there, there's kind of different levels of that too. So in Saskatchewan private land uh if it's not posted it's fair game now most people don't follow that i mean we never step foot on somebody's land without you know without having permission but during rifle season you know a lot of guys road hunt in saskatchewan and if it's not posted they can shoot anywhere they want so so we hunt private land and some of that private land is what we call public land because the gates open and anybody wants to hunt there can hunt there and then we've got a few spots you know with landowners that we know that they limit to, you know, a certain number of guys that are allowed to hunt there. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: We've hunted in Canada before for oh. bear, and that was incredible amount of land that we saw yeah. when we were there on the crown land there. But, um, yeah, yeah. When you get into the forest, it's nuts. Yeah. I just couldn't believe the amount of, um, density of the forest there and like uh like you said you know i didn't see any sort of cornfield type things anywhere <laughs> it was just woods after woods and bear scat after bear scat and moose tracks well, which is uh, cool where we
1: where we outfit where our lodge is up north in the forest um, our, we have we have an allocation for 28 white so we're allowed to run 28 hunters a year we only ever run 20 to 22
2: yeah but the area that
1: we've got the rights to outfit which is it's, it's crown land as well, but the government gives like we're the only ones that have the the outfitting rights in that area. Two hundred and they and it's two hundred and forty thousand acres. Wow. Jeez. And that's it's not and, that, and that's not even a big area. You know, we're just a small tiny outfitter.
2: That's crazy. That is really nuts. But uh, yeah, it's cool, man. So, um, tell us about the gear you're using. So I know I see you guys have Excalibur and Elite and some other ones. Uh, what do you guys prefer? Like, usually, do you crossbow or kind of
1: mix it up or yeah, we kind of mixed it up. We we haven't done it, you know, much for firearms I think we've only maybe done three or four in in the entire last nine or ten years. Um, I've I've never shot personally. I've never shot a deer with a firearm myself. But uh, it's it's mostly all bow hunting, you know, Excalibur and Elite, and uh, just depending on where the seasons are open and and who's hunting there.
2: Huh. Yeah, it's cool, man. There's there's so many options. I mean, nowadays with the crossbow and. the in uh, the compound, it just makes it a lot of fun, and you know we've we've we do a lot of both here as well. And I don't generally do gun, but Jamie here does. Yeah. I don't. It's not big big deal for me as much as other yeah. people. It's but a, it, for me, it's just kind of tradition. That's what we've always done. So on the opening day of gun, I bring out my 450 and go for it. Waste but, of time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be able to reach Man out and up. touch something. Man up. Me and me and I don't Jamie miss a though, that's the problem. Me and Jamie last year we uh <laughs> we saw a really big deer on this land we hunted and uh, it w- it was it was during the rut and it, it wouldn't leave. It, we actually hunted on an airport, it's like a private airport and it wouldn't leave the airstrip area and it was mounting a doe and it kept like just staying around this doe and finally we were with another hunter, Brian, and he's like, We gotta do something. We gotta do something, we can't just leave. It could just walk away. So we, we belly crawled 400 yards with a crossbow. With I think it was a – I had an caliber and you had a striker. striker yeah. And uh, we both missed it at like 80. <laughs> it was just so pathetic. I don't even want to show the video. It's so bad. But it was just so exciting. Like it was going one of the funnest it. things I've ever done. It was hard, too. My yeah. neck was killing yeah. me trying to, like, keep – look at it. And yeah, I But I tell you what, man, that buck didn't care that we were around there. It was that doe. Wherever that doe went, that buck yeah. was going. It was interesting.
1: Well, the the the, the Excaliburs, like they're they're incredibly deadly, especially for the way we hunt. All almost all of our hunting is done from ground blinds now, so we're kind of you know we're we're kind of secluded or in our pop up ground blinds. Yeah. So we have a deer walk out under fifty yards, and if we've got the Excalibur in the blind, he's, it's over.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I my son killed one with it uh, this yeah. year. Your son killed one with one too, yeah. I believe, or a striker, one he's of the striker, two. I think. But <laughs> it, it was uh you know um. It's just, it's 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 amazing how powerful they are and just how fast. And it's just like, man, this thing's sick. And that's why I, I've actually enjoyed ground blind honey, ground blind honey more the yeah. past two years with the with the Excaliburs in there. Because yeah. that's been a lot, made my life a lot easier. Yeah. And I also, I've been going back and forth between them for like if it's raining, and you yeah. know what I mean? Or if it's like too cold, I can just switch to the Excalibur. I was using a... Last year I had the uh, Bowtech Rain and I was out there with that, but then I'd swap to the Excalibur, yeah. if I felt like it was I was I don't know whatever you know if I'm all of a I'm like you know what I just feel like taking the crossbow <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and then you just go back and forth but man the power on them things are just unbelievable,
1: very cool. Well the the new ones are so are so small when we started our show Excalibur was uh, yeah, I- yeah. Excalibur you're not gonna get one one that of- out of the one window. of our <laughs> first sponsors yeah. Um, Excalibur sponsored our show before there was a show, you know, like they, they, they sponsored our show the first season before we even started. So, you know, some of the guys over there have gotten to be like family, but the the bows we used to shoot, you know, compared to the crossbows we shoot today, they're so much more versatile just because of the size has gotten so much smaller.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're unbelievable, the tininess and how easy they can get in and Um, All that, so uh, yeah. So if you're out there, uh, check out Dean. You can go to um, let's see, what's the website, Dean? You want to rattle it off there for them? Canadianwhitetailtv.com. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. I got it. All right. I I was like, I'm pretty sure it's TV in there. So Canadianwhitetailtv.com. You can check out Dean and all his amazing footage. This this footage is absolutely amazing. (laughs) Dean, you know, great job you're doing on this. You guys are killing it. Um, This footage, these deer are just. It's just. First off it's very cinematic footage very well done and on top of that uh the animals in here are just incredible so i mean well done my friend and uh, keep up the good work over in canada and uh if we're ever out that way we know we can't hunt but we can stop in and say hi (laughs) (laughs) yeah you you bet all right thanks dean we appreciate it man all right thanks celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.